Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz Gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Happy Monday. You want us now? ESPN Radio. Thanks so much for tuning in. Not on the tube today. SWX Montana Television will be back on TV tomorrow. Uh, they got their college hoops package running on Mondays here for the next couple of weeks. But then we'll be into March Madness, as it were. So uh, we are into the heart of basketball season. And that will be the majority, if not exclusively, the first hour of this show. Then... Don't know if you heard, but big football game coming down the pipe as well. The Super Bowl on Sunday. So second hour, exclusively a Super Bowl preview. Monday afternoon quarterback, which we do the second hour of every Monday show with our great friend Marty Mornenweg. Uh, This week, a Super Bowl edition. It'll be fun having Coach Marty in only because, well, for a variety of reasons, Marty's uh, great wealth of knowledge when it comes to the NFL. Awesome football mind. I don't know if you guys even appreciate how awesome it is to have a guy that coached in the NFL for 27 years sitting in the chair with us every single day live on the radio in Missoula, Montana. It's awesome. It's been such a uh, dream and honor for me to be able to get to know Coach and uh, get to pick his brain every week. But also this is cool because one of Marty Bordewig's great friends in the coaching world and a guy who he spent most of his, well, I shouldn't say most, but the largest stint of his career with is Andy Reid, the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. Where did they spend so much time together? Philadelphia with the Eagles. So a couple teams that Marty knows a ton about, has a lot of connections to. And uh, I think when you break it all down, this matchup's about as even as you could get on paper. And uh, it is the two best teams in the National Football League in terms of record, in terms of performance. And uh, now we'll see who's the best after the dust settles on Monday or on Sunday, excuse me. So uh, there you go. That's your show outlook presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Short and sweet, but uh, pretty standard here this time of year on these Mondays. Uh, the Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all real estate questions you might have, give Brent and his team a call today. I see right now they're doing one of their uh, super sports stars up on SWX. I can see the reflection of the TV in there. Chronicling Warren Moon, who's a guy that sort of occupies a unique place in NFL history. He was a pioneer when it comes to black quarterbacks in the NFL, but he didn't get a shot in the NFL until he absolutely just destroyed the CFL for many years, uh, playing for Edmonton and Winnipeg. And uh, then he gets on in the NFL and had a great career with the Houston Oilers and uh, then the Minnesota Vikings. A guy that was also ahead of his time because of that run-and-shoot offense that they ran in uh, in Houston. But regardless, that makes me realize uh, one of the pieces of news of the day that we're probably not going to get to in our Super Bowl talk is the Vikings have a new defensive coordinator. Thank goodness. Their defensive coordinator last year and their defensive scheme last year, awful. But Brian Flores, who's been in the mix for multiple head coaching jobs, no head coaching job, so bummer for Flores, but he does get to land in Minnesota, which is a playoff team and the NFC North champion from this previous year. And that's a that's an upgrade certainly uh, for the uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, interesting weekend, fun weekend. I didn't really do anything this weekend other than just watch hoops. My car saga continues, but I did get the battery all fixed up, so I got a car in working order now. But that wasn't until this afternoon, so uh, it was actually quite nice just not having a car because 
if you don't have a car, then you got an excuse to not do anything. And I don't ever not do anything. I was actually thinking that this weekend was like the first time I have fully just sat on my butt all weekend in forever, decade plus probably, and it felt good. Did make it down to the Grizz basketball game on Saturday night, and we'll get to that here uh, during the Montana basketball hour. But it's kind of that time of year. You're hunkered down, watching sports, hibernating, reading books, making soup, whatever. So hopefully you guys all had a great weekend out there as well. Nuwana is now always on 102.9 ESPN Radio, always on the ESPN MT app, and always streaming at 1029ESPN.com. Also, uh, congratulations to uh, all the the behind-the-scenes people here on a very successful uh, second season of Grizz Hockey. We have been on the ground floor of the revival of Grizz Hockey. They've done a ton of the heavy lifting on the front end of things. And uh, on the back end, we've had the great pleasure of bringing you Grizz Hockey uh, on the radio and on the ESPN MT app. And the Grizz wrapped up the regular season uh, this past weekend against Montana State here in Missoula on Friday and then played them in Bozeman on Saturday. And uh, so postseason coming up, right? This is a conference tournament coming up this next weekend. So they got the conference tournament coming up this next weekend in Bozeman. And uh, and then we'll see. We'll see how how they fare. Uh, as Mike Anderson, the Grizz co-head coach, addressed on the show last week, a little bit of a misunderstanding of the rules when it comes to the eligibility that it takes to go the, to the regional. So uh, sometimes you can get the automatic bid. Because of that eligibility issue, the Grizz are going to have to play their way in. But they've been good this year, so uh, maybe they make a run. But either way, you can always find Grizz Hockey on the ESPN MT app, home or away. You can always find the home games right here on 1029 ESPN Radio. And uh, so congratulations to Tommy and Steve and Jeff and uh, everybody else on the behind-the-scenes side of things for navigating the year. It's a lot of travel. It's a lot of hard work, but uh, it's a great product, and we're uh, we're happy to have it on the radio airwaves here. Let's dive into the Montana Basketball Hour, presented by Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications has been serving Montana homes for more than six decades, providing communities with new and better ways to communicate in and connect to an ever-changing world. With their expanding high-capacity fiber network and innovative voice solutions, Blackfoot's customers have access to the latest technologies backed by 24-7 technical support. To learn more about how Blackfoot can provide the right services for your business, visit goblackfoot.com. Let's check out our Stockman Bank scoreboard from over the weekend. These are Saturday results from around the Big Sky Conference. We also have some high school results coming up. Montana 67, Northern Arizona 66. So a pair of victories by a total of three points for the Grizzlies this last weekend. But a win is a win, and Montana is now on a three-game winning streak. They're 6-6 six and six in league play, and they're up to fourth place. So maybe, maybe signs of better things to come or uh, at least an improvement from what was a tough start to the season uh, for Montana. They stumbled out of the gates 3-6 and six there. Worst start of the 21st century in Big Sky Conference play. So... Um, perhaps a a uh, harbinger of good things to come for the Grizzlies. We'll see. Montana State, they swept the weekend again after beating NAU by a single point on Thursday. The Bobcats get past Northern Colorado 75-62, and uh, I should say they just breezed past Northern Colorado. And Montana State's got it rolling right now. We'll talk about that here in just a little while. We also do have a couple sound bites for you. We'll hear from Danny Sprinkle from the Bobcat side of things. We'll also hear from Travis Takir from the Grizz side of things, as well as uh, Onan Moody and his special guest. <laughs> his uh, his young little boy joined in on the interview, and I don't even know how how old Asher uh, Moody is. Maybe three? I mean, not very old, uh, but great radio. So we'll hear from Onan here uh, after a little while as well. On the ladies' side, Lady Grizz go down to the wire in Flagstaff, and then they go into overtime, and it was a back-and-forth, back-and-forth Regan Skank had a open three-pointer at the buzzer of regulation to that would have won the game, and it just rimmed out. And the Lady Grizz dominate the overtime period. Sammy Facken scores 27 points, and the Lady Grizz got out an 80 to 76 victory over NAU. So now Montana has won four in a row, and don't look now, but the Lady Grizz alone in second place in the Big Sky Conference with six games to play. So great rally here by Brian Holsinger's crew there for the Montana women's basketball team. The Bobcat women sort of um, 
how do you say, it was more than perplexing. It, it was it was an eye-opening loss in, in Flagstaff on Thursday, only because the Bobcats lost 79-50. to This group has not lost like that ever in, in league play. I mean, truly, this collection of juniors and seniors for the Bobcat women have been awesome, and they've won a ton of games, way more than they've lost. And even when they have lost, they have not gotten run out the gym like that. But as you'd expect the defending champions to do, uh, MSU bounces back uh, with a pretty decisive 80-60 to win over Northern Colorado. So the Bobcats, even though they split the weekend, they remain alone in first place at 9-3 and three, uh, in Big Sky Conference women's basketball. Stockman Bank scoreboard presented by Stockman Bank of Montana. Stockman Bank has more than three dozen locations across the state of Montana. They are in Montana, only in Montana, and they plan on keeping it that way. Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking. The um, rest of the Big Sky Conference scores uh, on the women's side first. Idaho State, uh, they get off the schneid. They had uh, the longest in-conference losing streak for their program since 2010 after losing six in a row, but they beat Weber State in their lone game of the weekend, uh, 57-41. to 41. So Weber, after they got off the schneid and won their first conference game, now back on the losing side of things, uh, Wildcats defeated 0-10 at, uh, on the road so far in uh, th- this season and, and 0-5. In conference play, it's one and nine overall, but Idaho State gets back on the winning side of things to move to four and six. Portland State, they jump up and bite Eastern Washington, who had been one of the hottest teams in the league, but Eastern's now lost two in a row. And uh, Portland State moves to five and six with an 80 to 71 win. Uh, Vikings shot the lights out in this game in the fourth quarter. I think they were like nine of 11 in the final frame to pull away from Eastern. So a good, good win there. And then Sac State, they. Lost three in a row, but then they get back on the winning side of things with a 77-70 to win over a previously surging Idaho squad. So here's where we're at right now with now just six games left to play in, in league play in women's hoops. Montana State's 9-3 and three atop the conference. Montana's 8-4 and four in second all alone. Sac State and NAU are each 7-4, and four, tied for third. Eastern Washington all alone in fifth at 7-5. and five. Portland State all alone in sixth at 5-6. and six. Idaho is five and seven. Idaho State four and six. Northern Colorado three and eight, and Weber State is one and nine. More Big Sky men's scores. Idaho beat Sac State eighty-two to seventy-six. Weber State goes to double overtime and beats Idaho State seventy-two seventy-one. And Eastern Washington scores a Division One high. This is their highest point total against a Division One opponent: ninety-eight eighty-eight over Portland State. So Eastern, still perfect in league play. 12-0 against the rest of the Big Sky. They've won 14 games in a row overall. That is the longest winning streak, I believe, in Division I men's basketball right now. So Eastern Washington is absolutely rolling, and they are just putting points on the board in an impressive fashion. But I mentioned the two OT games, and I also mentioned the the, uh, the Grizz game going down the wire and coming up with just one uh, a one-point victory for Montana. That was exactly what I was stuck on thinking uh, this whole weekend. That is our Stockman Bank scoreboard, Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking. I, I've been struck by how many close games there have been in the Big Sky Conference, and there's a variety of people that are covering and commentating about the Big Sky that are uh, quite frequently talking on Twitter and on the other social medias about power rankings and tiers and stuff like that. And, and I put out on Skyline Sports the other day, but I thought that there was three tiers in the Big Sky right now. I thought Eastern Washington was alone in the top tier. Montana State was alone in the second tier. And then everybody else was in the third tier. And they got a little pushback for that. But then my justification for that was just how many close games there have been. And I also think, though, that Dylan Jones at Weber State is a, a elite enough player. I think he's the best player in the Big Sky by a long shot. And I think that he's an elite enough player that he's got Weber State there uh, in third place. By himself, and I think he's good enough. And that's not to demean it. Their, their supporting cast is, isn't as good as it has been, but he's like the one throwback player that I think would have fit in the league at any time. But Weber's there alone in, in third place. But between Montana, Idaho State, Sac State, Portland State, Northern Colorado, Idaho, 
Northern Arizona, there's not that much differentiation to me. I think that if, if there's a team that could differentiate themselves in that pack, it's Montana. But then watching them play Northern Arizona on Saturday, there's not that much difference in talent between those two teams. I actually thought NAU was a, a better team than some of the other teams I've seen in Missoula. I thought NAU was better than Northern Colorado. thought they are better than Idaho State. Uh, I thought they are better than Idaho I haven't seen Sac State or Portland State in person yet, but NAU is sort of the victim of the other side of this coin. And and so I was thinking about this so much that I wrote an entire story. So if you want to go check it out, go check out SkylineSportsMT.com. It was all about the margin of victory in the Big Sky Conference. I I sort of had this, this premise that there's been so many close games because I knew that Montana had gone down the wire in a, a handful of their conference games. I had also known that NAU had lost truly on a true walk-off buzzer beater to Portland State. They'd also gone to overtime once with Montana and won. And then on Thursday night, they lost in Bozeman at the Horn as well. Well, then I once I dived into it, I realized, oh my gosh, NAU has gone down the wire six times. They've had six games decided by a single possession, and their overtime win over Montana in Flagstaff is their only win in those games. But they are literally like 11 points away from being 8-3 and three in this league instead of being 2-9. and nine. Coulda, woulda, shoulda, I know, but that's been the differentiating factor between everybody that's not those top two teams, and it's even been the differentiating, differentiating factor for Eastern Washington. Eastern has emerged victorious five different times in games decided by three points or less. So if you want to go check out the, the in-depth statistical deep dive I did, Basically, this rounds out to say there's been 19, count them, 19 conference games in the Big Sky Conference that have gone down to the wire and uh, come down to the final position or gone to overtime after this last weekend with Idaho State going to overtime and Weber State, uh, Idaho and Sac State going to overtime and Weber State and Idaho State going to double overtime. There has now been a total of six overtime games in league play already. So, is that to say that the conference is as strong as it's ever been? No, I don't think that's the case. Is it to say that it's as even as it's ever been? I think that is the case. I think that that's most most supported when you see that if you were to just blindly say who are the most productive and talented players in the big sky individually that we've seen. Well, you got to say Isaac Jones is one of them at Idaho. You got to say Dalton Connect is one of them at Northern Colorado. Dalen Kuntz is also a proven commodity at Northern Colorado. He led the league in scoring last year. And Jalen Cohn is also one of the most productive and explosive players in the league at NAU. Well, guess what? Idaho's three and nine, Northern Colorado's two and nine, and Northern Arizona's two and nine. So that's to say that individual talent is not necessarily meaning big time wins, but also. Just the way that games are are coming down to the wire, it's all about finishing. And that's sort of my takeaway right now with the Grizzlies and NAU. I mean, you look at those two teams. Again, on the court, when you watch them, they aren't hardly any different in talent. That's why it was a one-point game. But Montana's now won three straight games, two of them by a single possession, and then the other one, you know, a whopping six-point margin, that's the difference in the league right now is winning the close games. The only team that's consistently winning and consistently pounding other teams is Montana State. But even the Bobcats went all the way down the wire in Bozeman on Thursday with NAU. So uh, we'll get to, to more on those two games, the MSU game and the Montana game, uh, here in just a little while. Um, we got sound from Danny Sprinkle from Montana State, as well as Travis DeKieran on and Moody as well uh, from Montana, as well as Shane Burkar, the head coach at Northern Arizona. So that's all coming up here uh, on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. This is the Montana Basketball Hour, presented by Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications, helping you and your business connect to more. Visit goblackfoot.com to see how they can help you. How about some high school scores here from around the state? We'll start... Uh, ladies first. Billing Central continue to be one of the top contenders in Class A. They beat Sydney 63-47. Uh, a low-scoring slugfest between the Billing Senior Girls and Great Falls CMR. Senior wins 
Billy Skyview, the defending state champs, continues to look like a contender. They beat Great Falls 50-33. to Billings West, one of the top teams in AA. They drill Bozeman 58-25. The Browning girls remain undefeated. They were one of the last undefeated teams in Class A. They get past Libby. I shouldn't say they get past. They race past Libby 65-33. Dillon also remains undefeated in Class A girls hoops. They drill Hamilton 64-45. Drummond destroys Victor 59-4. Ouch. Helena Capital beats Missoula Big Sky 44-41. Kalispell Flathead beats Butte 60-52. And Missoula Sentinel beats Kalispell Glacier 41-31. The other result from the weekend, I don't want to hash this out too much only because we're trying to just uh, keep it fun and entertaining and positive here. But Helena High beat Missoula Hellgate 46-43. This game actually did not reach its completion. It was called off with a couple seconds left because there was multiple technical fouls called on Missoula Hellgate. Uh, Maddie Keese, the head coach of Missoula Hellgate, was thrown out of the game after getting a second technical, and there was a, a group of observers. I'm not even going to paint it that it was strictly just parents, but there was a group of observers that were, um, how do you say, disqualified from the premise. And so they did. The, the game was 46-43, Helena High, with a couple seconds to go, and the ref said, that's it, that's over. We're done. I've never heard of that in a varsity game in Montana. Um, again, I don't want to hash it out because I was not there. All I've gotten is second and third hand information. So I don't want to speculate. Don't want to spread any hearsay. All I know is that Helena High beats Missoula Hellgate and the end of the game was not good. Uh, not not what we want uh, from any party involved. I'm not blaming anybody, but if the game isn't finished because of uh, – Unruliness, that's that's not a good thing. <laughs> that's, that's not good. So, uh, regardless, that's the result, though. Helena High uh, beats Missoula Hellgate, and uh, I just had to mention it because it's what everybody around the state's talking about in high school sports. As we get more intel, maybe we'll talk about it a little more. But, again, I don't want to stir the pot with a bunch of drama. That's just the facts. Uh, multiple technicals assessed in Helena, and uh, the game does not reach its completion, but it did go final because the officials said so. How about some boys' scores from around the state of Montana? Billing Skyview, a thorough 66-52 win over Great Falls High. Bozeman gets past Billings West, 52-50. Bozeman-Gallatin dispatches of Belgrade in short order, 78-42. Butte High gets past Kalispell Flathead, 67-58. Butte High, by the way, is very interesting. I, I, I think Butte has, first of all, Butte always has good athletes. They have some tough athletes, though, as well this year. Got a couple guys that were great football players as well. They have shown flashes of what they can do, but don't be surprised if Butte High is a little bit of a dark horse there uh, in the divisional when the Western AA divisional rolls around. Butte Central kept on rolling with a 77 44 win over Livingston. Down in the Bitter Valley, Corvallis beats a very good upstart East Helena team, 67 43. Drummond pounds Victor, 42 28. On the Eastern AA side, Great Falls CMR. Gets past Billings Senior, 69-56. Hamilton beats Dillon, 55-53. Haver, who's always so good in both boys and girls hoops, they get past Harden, 80-70. Kalispell Glacier takes apart Missoula Sentinel, 76-42. Luster Christian continues their winning ways. They destroy Frazier, 77-12. Missoula Big Sky? How about this? They beat the defending state champs. The Eagles have won six out of seven. They are also a dark horse in the double-A. But at this point, I don't even know if you can call them a dark horse. They might actually just be a straight-up contender for the Western double-A title. But great job by first-year head coach Zach Murphy and his crew uh, toppling the defending state champ Helena Capital, 39-37. Missoula Hellgate, they had a marquee matchup against Helena High, and they made it not marquee. They absolutely wiped the floor with Helena High. This game was in hand about... Uh, midway through, if not late in the third quarter, uh, Hellgate pulls out a 51-28 victory. And then uh, the last two, I believe the last unbeaten team in Class A, Lewistown beats Miles City 60-46. to And one of the remaining undefeated teams in Class B, Wolf Point, beats Harlem 65-54. So there you go as your high school scores from your Stockman Bank scoreboard. Stockman Bank your Montana brand of banking. More in-depth conversation about Montana and Montana State men's basketball, plus a bunch of sound bites from the men 
part of the game. We'll hear from Danny Sprinkle, Travis DeCure, Anand Moody, and Shane Burkar. Next, keep it right here. Montana Basketball Hour rolls on. It's Duana's Now, ESPN Radio. College Athletics is a fundamental part of the fabric of our communities in Montana, and it's the stories of these young men and women that drive our passion at Skyline Sports. Coulter Nuwana's here. In 2015, my brother Brooks and I founded SkylineSportsMT.com. As a lifelong athlete, Brooks has an elite knowledge of football with a deep perspective with his time spent playing safety for the Montana Grizz football team, while I won a collection of sports writing awards, including 2010 Washington Sports Writer of the Year during my time in newspapers. Together, we can offer you the best sports journalism in the state with crisp writing, unbiased reporting, cutting-edge photography, and a grassroots feel that belies the corporate takeover of modern media this day and age. As Montana natives, we have a deep historical knowledge of the fiercest rivalry in the West. We share a combined 22 years' experience involved in the Big Sky Conference. That experience gives us unparalleled knowledge of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics. If you'd like to experience this with us, visit SkylineSportsMT.com and subscribe for only $8 a month or $90 a year. SkylineSportsMT.com. Every day, every season. Radio Missoula. I was watching this silly movie last night, the new Jonah Hill movie uh, on Netflix. Uh, I think it's called You People. It's totally cringe and totally awkward, but it's pretty funny. I don't know. Mindless entertainment. Great soundtrack, though. That's where I got the little DJ Quick reminder. Hadn't heard that song in a minute. Welcome back. New Hans Now, ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television, but not today. We'll be back on the tube uh, tomorrow. And uh, if you want to see us, you always can on the uh, ESPN MT app. Get back into the Montana Basketball Hour, presented by Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications, involved in all sorts of things that we got going on here at Missoula Broadcasting. Sponsor of Grizz Hockey, sponsor of this here fine radio show. Also sponsor of the Soccer in Snow and Smoke podcast. If you uh, have been following along, Andrew Houghton doing a great job covering soccer on a local, statewide, regional, and international level. And uh, his recent episode with Avery Collins, an outstanding soccer player from here in the state of Montana, who went on then to play at Stanford and Washington State, has been playing professionally for the last handful of years. That's up now. That's an evergreen interview, so if you want to hear one of the best athletes in a little while to come out of the state of Montana. Uh, go check that out. Anything else you got planned coming up on Soccer and Snow and Smoke, Andrew? Yeah, Coulter. I actually had an interview in the can from before I talked with Avery Collins, but when she got back to me, I just wanted to get that one out as soon as possible. Uh, so I've got a great interview. Uh, I've got it recorded. Just got to produce it and get it out uh, with Glenn Wall, who runs wallsoccer.net, which is sort of the clearinghouse for scores, standing stats, Etc. Uh, for high school soccer across the entire state. So I talked with him about getting that started, why he keeps it going, and then asked him for sort of uh, some of his takeaways from last high school soccer season. So a little uh, high school soccer season recap uh, with Glenn Wall, and that should be out next week. Cool. Always a good time. Go subscribe to Soccer in Snow and Smoke, a soccer podcast produced here at ESPN Missoula and uh, curated and hosted by... Andrew Houghton, our producer here at this show, as well as uh, the host of that fine podcast. It's available on all of your podcast hosting platforms. It's presented by Blackfoot Communications, as is the Montana Basketball Hour here uh, on your radio dial. As we mentioned, uh, the scores involving the Montana schools from the Big Sky Conference from over the weekend. Montana outlasts Northern Arizona, excuse me, 67-66. Montana State beats Northern Colorado 75-62. On the women's side, the Lady Grizz beat NAU 80-76 to in overtime, and Montana State women beat Northern Colorado 80-60. to We'll get back to the women here in just a little while. But on the men's side, the Bobcats, the defending Big Sky Conference champions, they continue to take care of business, and uh, they're 10-2. They're two games back of Eastern Washington. But I would actually say that at this point, 12 games in, these two teams have been um, on... I don't want to say on par because you can't demean Eastern for being 12-0. and And also Eastern Washington won in Bozeman. So that also gives them a leg up when you're talking about sort of the hierarchy of the men's basketball league right now. But 
Montana State has thoroughly beaten pretty much every team in the league. They have not had to pull out games toward the end. They also, though, have the worst loss among the top teams when they lost to Idaho in Moscow. Caveat, that was their third game in five days. No excuse making. They also had the rivalry game with Montana looming on the horizon. And they've also, for whatever reason, had a sort of tough time with Idaho in Moscow in the last couple of years. But regardless, uh, I think that the Cats, they played a really tough non-conference schedule. They come into the season with the pressure of having to replace the best point guard in the league last year in Xavier Bishop. They also come in with the pressure of having to replace multiple super seniors like Ahmed Adamu and uh, Abdul Muhammad. And then they also come in with the pressure of being the defending champs as well as being the defending champs for the first time in a generation. Montana State had not boasted the title of champion or defending champion since 2002 in terms of regular season, and they hadn't been to the big dance since 1996. So it's just it's it's new uncharted territory for the program in its current iteration and for head coach Danny Sprinkle and for some of the key returners. But the Bobcats sort of seamlessly fit in Darius Brown the second, who is um, – one of the front runners for newcomer of the year in the Big Sky Conference. He's been outstanding as their point guard, and he had 12 assists against Northern Colorado uh, on Saturday. They've also fortified their depth with some impactful transfers, uh, particularly Robert Ford, who transferred from Idaho State, who's been a great backup to Darius Brown and, and gives the Bobcats a great one-two punch at point guard. And uh, they also have one of the most imposing presences on the block with not only Jabril Bello. But also a great Osabar. And Osabar had the game-winning basket against NAU in that one-point victory on Thursday. And then Bello went for 19 points against Northern Colorado on Saturday. And, oh, by the way, I just listed off a whole bunch of guys in all their different roles and all their different contributions that I didn't even add their most talented player, and that's Raekwon Battle, who's one of the front runners for MVP in the Big Sky Conference this year. So uh, all that said, Montana State, Seems to be rounding into shape despite a lot of the challenges that come with being the defending champs and come with replacing the standout senior class that they had a year ago. Here's Danny Sprinkle, just about 90 seconds following his team's uh, 75-62 victory over Northern Colorado. Coach, I know you kind of talked about some of the effort, the energy in that last game. What did you think of the effort and energy today? I thought it was great. I thought it was great. You know, we, uh, you know, we we sent a message to them yesterday in in walkthrough, and uh, our guy our guys responded. I knew they would. Um, you know, obviously, I wasn't very happy after Thursday's effort. The guys came out today against a really good. I mean, they're so much better than their record. I mean, when you have three seniors and three guys that can score the basketball like they do. You know, they're, they're dangerous. You know, that's a team you don't want to see in a tournament setting. And, uh, you know, but I thought our guys did a great job today taking care of the basketball again. Only eight turnovers. That That's huge for us. And, uh, you know, what do we have? Four guys in double figures. And, and uh, you know, but I thought our intent, our intent and our mindset today was on defense and rebounding, which we needed. Your point guard play was tremendous. 14 points combined. 14 points, 11 rebounds, 13 assists, three steals, a single turnover. Talk about Robert and Darius. It, it was, yeah, they were great. You know, I thought Robert was tremendous in the first half. And, you know, Robert and, and uh, Tyler, you know, their threes, those were huge. Yeah. You know, and it kind of got the monkey off our back a little bit. Uh, but that's that's what we're capable of doing, shooting the basketball. And, uh, you know, but they, they controlled the game. I just told them that in the locker room. You know, I mean, Darius, he could care less he scored two points. That's the best thing about Darius. You know, I mean, 12 assists, zero turnovers, and just completely controlled the game. 12 assists and zero turnovers is amazing. That, that's quintessential and throwback level point guarding by Darius Brown II. No one is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN uh, MT app. Be back on the TV tomorrow. They got some uh, hoops going. What do we got going on today? Oh, uh, yeah. Little Alcorn State versus Mississippi Valley State. Awesome. <laughs> um,. Regardless, Montana State, here's the thing. The, the Cats hung the banner last year in the regular season. They may hang the banner again this year. They may not. It might be Eastern Washington's magical run. But if Montana State is playing their best basketball 
for three days in March in Boise. Montana State is still, in my mind, not only the favorite, but the overwhelming favorite to win the Big Sky Conference. And that's taking nothing away from Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington is very good. They push the ball up and down the court. They have great size. Uh, They have a defined system. And I think their coach is a hell of a coach, too. David Riley doing a great job in his second year. But I still think Montana State, they're the team to beat until they're not. And they have stubbed their toe twice in conference play this year. But when they play complete efforts and uh, Danny Sprinkle inspires them like he did before this game, like you just heard there, they're still, in my mind, the most talented team in the league. And that makes them the team to beat in the league until further notice. Montana Basketball Hour, presented by Blackfoot Communications. The Grizz have now won three in a row, and they are 6-6 six and six in league play. They are alone in fourth place in the league standings. Reminder, by the way, used to be the top. Well, this has been such a moving target over the eight years of the neutral site tournament in Boise, but it used to be the top four teams got a buy, and then the top five teams got a buy. Now the top six teams get a buy, even though there's less teams in the league, because you'll have uh, the, the bottom four teams playing on the f- first day, and then that plays into the bracket where the other six teams remain. But Montana sits at fourth now at 6-6 six and six in league play after a one-point victory uh, over Northern Arizona. The Grizz have seen it come down to the wire as much as anybody in the league besides NAU. You have to feel bad for NAU because they're 1-5 in these one-possession games. We'll get to Shane Burkar here in just a minute, Northern Arizona head coach. But Montana, they lost at the buzzer to NAU in Flagstaff. They lost at the buzzer to Weber State. Uh, and then they've had a couple others that have gone back and forth and not gone their way. But now here they are on a three-game winning streak. Maybe they've turned a corner. Maybe they haven't. We'll debate that here in just a little while. But here's Travis DeKear on just how good that victory on Saturday night uh, felt for his squad. Uh, interesting, Travis. I wrote a feature this afternoon about all the one-possession games in the league. And then you get another one here tonight. So how good does this one feel? Feels great. Three in a row, two of these types of games back-to-back. You don't want these games, but... I think we needed to come out with wins in these scenarios because if, if you're going to be active in the conference tournament, it's going to be a lot of these types of games. So I think our guys now have a lot of confidence down the stretch in close games they can win. They're pretty good. I mean, what do you think of the quality of that team you just beat? It's a good team. I, look, Montana State gets a shot at the end. For sure. They had a floater to beat Eastern Washington at home, and they led most of that game. So this the team is good enough to beat the top teams in the league. Um, and, and I believe all their losses are no, by no more than five points. So it's a tough win, you know, especially we, we kind of had a very similar game at their place, so we kind of felt we should have got away with. So for us to pull it out, I, I think our guys moving forward will have a lot more respect for their opponents. Seemed like they had a pretty good plan coming in, and then you did defensively, but then you guys are just making shots over the top, especially Moody. So how much does that help just make a big-time shot? Yeah, a lot of the teams right now are just trying to take away our three um, and, and, and letting Whitney and, and Bannon play one-on-one, which on most occasions works in our favor, too. Um, but it took us a while to settle in offensively and just kind of get some ball movement and get good shots. Once we did that, our percentage just caught up, and we were in a good spot. What do you think of the boost that Moody's given you, especially these last couple games? It's incredible. Um, mostly emotional, right? I mean, the, the 26 points are huge. But I think we often lose sight of the emotional boost you get from guys that have confidence that play with others, that believe in others, and share. Um, he's, he's a very selfless person, and it's contagious. He has embraced this crowd so much, too, and they seem like to have embraced him, too. I mean, you got to love to see that, especially for a guy that's only been here for half a season. He's their kind of guy. Yeah, for sure. He plays for the crowd. He plays the game the right way. He's emotionally invested in the game. If he loses, it's not going to be from lack of effort or energy, and that's what the people show up to watch. Travis Takir here on Nuanas Now, the Montana Basketball Hour, presented by Blackfoot Communications. Auden Moody has been a revelation for the Grizzlies, especially recently. He shot the absolute lights out this last weekend. He hit 10 total three-pointers over the weekend. Uh, He finished shooting over 60% from the floor. These are mostly contested jump shots that he's shooting, too. So, um... Certainly a uh, a nice boost for the Grizzlies. Adam Moody also, though, he, he was on this show a little uh, a little more than uh, probably a couple weeks ago for our Grizz Star of the Week. And uh, if you listen to that or you've been following along, he 
He's got a little different life than a lot of the other guys on the team. He's married. He's got a couple kids. Uh, his wife just had a, a new baby uh, just a couple months ago. So uh, definitely a different lifestyle for for Mr. Moody than a lot of his teammates. But I think that gives him an elevated level of maturity, as Coach DeCure was just saying. Here's Anand Moody uh, from after the game, after scoring 26 points, uh, as well as a special guest appearance. What's your name? We're doing an interview, okay? What's your name? My name is Asher. Asher? Asher? Nice. I'm Coulter. Nice to meet you. Your dad's been on my radio show a couple times. Yeah, my dad. It's my dad. (laughs) My dad. Your dad. Yeah, it's mine. What do you think, Asher, when when your dad's making all those threes? What do you think? What do you think? He's good. He's good. This is the greatest radio segment of all time. Uh, You had to cook it on Thursday. Did you know you had to cook it tonight, too? Yeah. Oh man, it just it felt so good right before the game and pre-practice, and I just came in aggressive. I missed my first couple of shots, but uh, Trav just co- told me kept shooting, and uh, I listened to what my coach says, so I did. <laughs> you uh, you played in your college basketball career in a couple of places with good support, good home court places like North Dakota and Southern Utah, but not like this, right? I mean, you, it looks like you're having a lot of fun when the crowd's going crazy for you. Man, like, I look forward to games the way it is, but now it's like it's like I go to a concert every Thursday <laughs> and Saturday. It's like a concert. You know how loud it is and, like, the support that I get. So, like, I've, I've never been a part of something like this. It's so great. Like, it is. I thought NAU, their defensive plan was actually pretty good, and they took you guys out of a lot of stuff. How much of just breaking down that defensive plan, though, is just making shots over the top of it? I mean, that's a huge part of it, and I think it was tonight. They did a great job, and we were kind of stagnant offensively, and then a couple shots go in, and now we have the momentum, the crowd's into it, and that's when we play our best basketball. How much does this do for you guys' confidence these last two games? I wrote a feature today. There's been 16 games in the Big Sky that have come down to one possession. You guys have played in five of them. They've played in six of them. But you guys have won two in a row now. So, I mean, that has to give you confidence. We're an extremely confident group. If you walk into our locker room or you walk into our practice yesterday and today, we're just so much more confident. Like, it's the aura that we have as a team has changed so much, and it's just amazing what some late-game execution can do for you as a team and a couple of Ws in that uh, win-loss column. So. I mean, you, guys, you guys have won six and lost six, but this is the first time you've won a couple in a row during a weekend. So can you carry that moving forward? I believe so, and we want to win in February instead of January and December anyway. So we're just going to keep carrying this momentum and, and, and ride the high and never get too low. So, you know, that's the plan. Asher, anything to add? Asher, what? Yeah. Do you love Missoula? Go Grizz. Say, go Grizz. Go Grizz. (laughs) (laughs) What a funny kid, man. He's so cute, too, and you can just tell he just loves his dad, and you can tell that his dad loves him back. Duan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. So for the breakthrough of winning 2-1 possession games for the Grizz, on the other side, NAU's still looking for that breakthrough. They actually got one when they hit a game winner in overtime against Montana and Flagstaff, but since then... They lost on a true buzzer beater to Portland State. They lost an OT to Sac State. They lost at the buzzer at Montana State. They lost basically at the buzzer to Montana. Uh, it's been a season full of hard luck for uh, Northern Arizona. But I'm telling you, visually, in my opinion, what I saw is a team that could absolutely make noise and win a game or two at the Big State Conference Tournament. They are not that much, I mean, on a neutral court, with with good officials, Northern Arizona's right there with Montana and Weber State, I think. Just a tier below Montana State and Eastern Washington in terms of Big Sky Kairos talent. Here's NAU's head coach Shane Burkar following his team's second heartbreaking loss of the weekend. Same thing we talked about earlier this week, just coming down to the wire, right? So, I mean, how hard is that one to lose? Yeah, they're all tough. And, you know, I, I thought we had a g- great college basketball game here tonight. And just we had a good... Good, uh, Xavier had a great shot. Jack, Jack Worcester still had the offensive rebound. It was perfect. We knew they had double teamed Jalen, and we put Xavier coming down. And you know, but earlier you just you're up 64-60, you can't let the best shooter in the gym get a three pointer, and we did. And um, you know, we had some opportunities for good shots, and we didn't make them. So. You know, that, that's how you lose those games. Seemed like you had a pretty sound game plan against Montana defensively, but then one guy just hits like six ridiculous threes. So what did you think of your defensive execution? Yeah, I, th- I thought it was poor in some cases. At the end of the half in particularly, they take a timeout with five seconds left. They inbound it to 21, and, you know, tw- 11, the only guy, he's hotter than a pistol at that point, and we, we don't close out to him. I mean, you just you can't do that.
You guys are close, though. I mean, I'm impressed with their team. You guys play hard. So, I mean, what's the next step for you guys? Winning games. That, yeah. That's and that's that's the truth. Uh, winning games. We got high character guys, and just finishing these games right now. And but the other thing too is we quick turnaround Monday night, and our mental state is really good as far as our program. And we got to just keep battling and just flip this program. Appreciate Coach Burkhardt, Northern Arizona head men's basketball coach, for giving me a lot of time last week. I, I talked to him for about 15 minutes on the phone uh, for the Big Sky Breakdown podcast and also used some of that for that in-depth deep dive just about how razor thin the margins are in the Big Sky Conference and uh, also always appreciate the coaches for letting me interview them after they lose uh, here in the state of Montana. That, it's never easy on either end, but I appreciate Coach Burkar for, for joining us. Shane Burkar, head coach of the uh, Northern Arizona men. No one is now ESPN Radio. It is the Montana Basketball Hour presented by Blackfoot Communications. Coach Burkhardt mentioned uh, the Monday game. So Idaho State plays at NAU tonight in Flagstaff, 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time tip. And then Weber State, national television game against Northern Colorado on ESPNU. Because it's on ESPNU, 9 p.m. tip. Woof. But... Uh, Weber State alone in third at seven and three. Northern Colorado, as you heard Danny Sprinkle say, there they're two and nine. But that's a team you do not want to play in the tournament because they got a couple of the best scores in the conference. So uh, interesting. I don't know. I don't know what what we can say these games mean yet. But we'll keep you apprised of uh, how those ones shake out. Thanks to Blackfoot Communications for their continued support of the Montana Basketball Hour. Blackfoot Communications has been serving Montana homes for more than six decades providing communities with new and better ways to communicate in and connect to an ever-changing world. With their expanding high-capacity fiber network and innovative voice solutions, Blackfoot's customers have access to the latest technologies backed by 24-7 technical support. To learn more about how Blackfoot can provide the right services for your business, visit goblackfoot.com. Some thoughts on the Women's League and uh, some thoughts on the new offensive line coach at Montana State. Next, keep it right here. You want us now, ESPN Radio. Bobcat fans, support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. ESPN Radio. Listen to Ready to Die and then Life After Death, back to back, front to back, the whole albums, both of them. It'll take you like three hours. And then tell me there's better rap music out there than that. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if there is. It's definitely uh, uh, among my top uh, runs of, of albums in the history of music. Welcome back to Honest Now. The only place you are going to find Notorious B.I.G. and DJ Quick and Willie Nelson on the same show. <laughs> Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Speaking of Willie, our main man, Marty Morningweg, is on the way after the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. Super Bowl edition. We'll break down all the matchups in the big game coming up. So stay tuned for that here uh, once we hit the 5 o'clock hour. But a couple quick tidbits for you here to wrap up the Montana basketball hour. First of all, on the... Uh, Football note, um, Montana State's got a new offensive line coach. So we broke the news a couple weeks ago. I Actually, Ashley Washburn of uh, MTN broke the news. Uh, but we confirmed and, and analyzed the news. Brian Armstrong has been the offensive line coach there at Montana State for uh, half a dozen years. Uh, he is headed to Fresno State to coach the offensive line. So congratulations to Coach Army. He got us come on this show multiple times and uh, a great uh, source of information. He did a great job with the Montana State uh, offensive line, especially recently. But they have a new uh, offensive line coach. It's Al Johnson. It's funny because when they sent out the press release, it came with a picture, and Al Johnson looks like, you know, uh, a bearded, um, middle-aged offensive line coach. But then I realized, oh, it is that Al Johnson. It's Al Johnson who played at Wisconsin and then played in the NFL for like 
eight years. He was a starter for the Dallas Cowboys for a couple years. Played for the Cowboys from 2003 to 2006, so four total seasons. Then he played for the Arizona Cardinals for two years. Played for the Miami Dolphins for a year. And played for the New England Patriots. So Al Johnson, a Wisconsin product, who was there uh, in the NFL from 2003 to 2009. Seven total seasons in the league. And uh, he shed a lot of LBs since he was playing. Because, again, he just looks like, uh, uh, you know, your average guy. I mean, yeah, I guess we all kind of look like your average guy at some point or the other. But um, good hire, I think. He's been at Wisconsin lately. Uh, his alma mater. And uh, big shoes to fill, certainly. Coach of Montana State's offensive line. But uh, seems like a guy with... With good pedigree, to be sure. Um, and he takes over a Bobcat offensive line that is expected, at least, to return. Um, I, I can't even say all five starters because they had a couple guys go down. Uh, they return everybody. They, they return seven guys that have started in games. So, um, Montana State expected to have one of the best offensive lines in the conference. Again, plenty of women's analysis this week on Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops. We'll have it Thursday for you this week. Krista Redpath, our women's basketball analyst, will join us uh, in studio. The the uh, women's teams are back home this weekend. Well, the men's teams are on the road. So um, stay tuned for that around the Big Sky Women's Hoops on Thursday. Need a place to watch the Super Bowl? The NBA is also heating up. NHL in full swing. The Silver Slipper has drink specials every day, 20 Kino machines, a liquor store, and pizza. There's nowhere else. You should be watching your favorite teams. At the Slipper, it's all about great food, tasty drinks, and the urge to have a good time. They also got their live card game back up and going. So stop by today and see why the Silver Slipper is one of Montana's best-kept secrets. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Montana Basketball Hour. Stick around for the Monday afternoon quarterback, the Montana Basketball Hour, presented by Blackfoot Communications to learn more about how Blackfoot Communications can help you Visit goblackfoot.com. Hour one of the books, hour two coming at you. Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty Mordenweg. Super Bowl stories, matchup analysis, top prop bets. Plus, I'll ask him, is Sean Payton the guy to fix Russell Wilson? We'll see. But that's next. Keep it right here. Monday afternoon quarterback coming at you. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine DeLands of the Advocates If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, the advocates can surely help you. There's a lot of people out there that don't slow down for road conditions, that are driving recklessly or carelessly, and we want to protect the people that have been injured because of those driver's actions. You deserve an advocate. The advocates will deal with the insurance company and defer medical bills, so all you need to do is rest and get better. The advocates will handle the overwhelming legal stress of your accident because you didn't deserve to be in an accident. Chat directly with a local attorney online at MontanaAdvocates.com.